there are no permanent solutions to sales objections right if the customer has decided to not buy from you for whatever reason they won't right so it's important to realize who's not your customer very early in the sales cycle or as early as possible in the sales cycle if that is not the case then essentially there are just two broad categories of objections that you need to deal with category number 1 that there is a price and or a co- commercial fitment issue right it's too expensive i don't have money da 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 and so on so forth and the second one is a technical fitment right your products feature and benefits don't solve our problem so these are the two broad objections that you get in most of the cases there are some smaller ones like i don't have time da 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 that basically essentially means that the problem is not important right now so it again falls back to your to the first point i made that know who's not your customer you don't want to travel till the penultimate station and realize you're on the wrong train to you the idea is to figure out very early in the sales cycle who's not your customer and if you've identified that this is the right customer and they have a genuine objection that of either a commercial fitment issue and or a technical fitment issue then there are ways to deal with it now if finance or money or your solution is expensive Uh, relatively expensive to the budget they have there are two or three ways to deal with this number 1 instead of going into the future go back into the past question mr customer how did you arrive at the current systems environment what are the three things you decided in your previous purchase in your last purchase that got you to your current situation how did you arrive here and how did that work out did the budget work out for you was it too less was it too much that's one way of addressing the problem the second way of addressing the problem is look for a solution like this like the one that you are presenting typically costs say 100 dollars in the market the budget that you have is 50 dollars there are solutions for 50 dollars but this is what happens with 50 dollars and this is what happens with 100 dollars now if the customer says yes that will do as in 50 dollars the set of things that get solved by investing 50 dollars is good enough for me then again go back to the first part that this is not your customer and there are signs to pick up along the sales cycle to know what the budget is clearly they won't tell you the budget right up front but it's a question that you might ask in your as early as your first call the way to present it is hey mr customer typically when you talk about say a disaster recovery solution you're talking about 25 30000 and i'm just giving hypothetical situations you can relate it back to your individual situation but just giving you the framework here so hey mr customer you know the solution that we're talking about or the problem that you have requires a budget of around 40 to $50,000. Is that too much or too little for you? That's the first call question that you ask. You're not asking the specific budget. You're just doing a thermometer check. You're just doing a dipstick check to see how they respond. If they say, hmm, that is too much, then you dive in a little more and say, so you're looking at a 10 to $15,000 solution is that good enough so if the guy says yeah that is good enough then you know then you do a self assessment on your part that 
even with the best approvals and exceptions, will that pricing work for you? Is there a finance arrangement? Is there a EMI option, for lack of a better expression, that you can bring in for the customer? Those are the mental math or the mental reassessments that you need to do uh, before you speak to the customer again. Likewise, if there is technical fitment issue where you are, the customer says, you know, the solutions that you are suggesting don't solve my problem. So you have to go back to your architecture team, to your technical team and ask them why this problem cannot be solved. If there's a shortcoming that you have at your end, which is not able to solve the customer problem, be upfront about it. Go to your customer and say, hey, Mr. Customer, the situation that you have requires 10 things to be solved. Our solution can only solve eight of them. However, for the two of them, here is what I can recommend or suggest. But for the eight of them, I can vouch that this will certainly work. You know, coming clean to your customer, coming upfront to your customer, sometimes is much more valuable than promising them a false assurance that, ah, don't worry, today, tomorrow, this is 100% going to work. In your mind, you're thinking, let me just get the deal and then pass it over to the tech support guys, they'll deal with the situation. Essentially, it does come back to haunt you because you've been the first point of contact with the customer. So it's important to be upfront. Yes, there's a risk of losing the deal that the customer says, oh, if you can't solve this, then too bad. Again, then that's not your customer. So the common flavor to sales call objections is rather simple. Who is not your customer is the first assessment that you need to do. The second is to then where is the objection lie? Is it in the value of the solution or is the lack of finance? If it is lack of finance or in they, as in they do not have enough money, then what are the ways and means you can help your customer? That's the only conversation you need to think through. Alternatively, if there is a fitment issue from the product feature or any kind of benefit, you might have 100 benefits, but you don't have that single one which the customer needs, then you need to do the assessment on how critical or what is the impact of that particular feature. If that feature is mission critical and your solution product service does not have it, that's not your customer. But if it is something which can be managed without impacting the larger business flow, then that's a conversation you need to have with your customer upfront. Remember, it's not a one-time sale and you forget about it. It's a continuous relationship. And, and in these days, in this connected social media and vocal media that we have, there isn't going to be a situation where you pull a fast one with a customer and there is no noise made about it. So it's not worth it. You rather solve the problem. And if you cannot solve it, be upfront about it with the customer saying that, look, here is like I said here, that eight things we can solve, these two we cannot. Only you can tell me if it is mission critical or you cannot, or you can live with it. If you can, then this is what I can do for you. These are the midways, midpaths, and don't feel the need to be perfect. Your customer is not perfect. You are not perfect. I mean, on the flip side, it doesn't mean we do a shoddy job of delivering a product or service and say, make do with it. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying, 
Sometimes we put ourselves under too much pressure of trying to be perfect. Well, nobody's perfect. We all know there are challenges and problems no matter how good the product service is. The idea is to be realistic about it. The idea is to be empathetic about it and ensure that the customer knows that there are no surprises from your end and they can plan their business without any surprises. I hope that made some sense to you. And if not, then you can try whatever works. I think that's the best mantra anybody can give to you in sales that do whatever works best for you. On that note, that's all the time I had for this episode on Bus Talk. I hope you enjoyed it. Do share it with other folks who might like to hear something like this and might benefit from it. In case you're keen to see the previous episodes or listen to the previous episodes, you can visit podpage.com forward slash bus talk. That's P-O-D-P-A-G-E dot com forward slash B-A-S-T-A-L-K. That's podpage.com forward slash bus talk. Or if you want to find me on LinkedIn, you can go to Ironban. That's W-A-Y-A-N-B-A-N. If you search for that, you will find my profile on LinkedIn. And if you want to reach instantly, then Twitter is the best option. That's hashtag Gyanban. That's G-Y-A-N-B-A-N. Until we meet next time, chin up, stay well, stay focused. And I'll be back with a new topic in the next episode of Bus Talk. This is your host, Ayan, and you are listening to Bus Talk. Ciao.